Jesus prayed for people by name. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have part two of Jensen Franklin's message about prayer and the five points that he's pulled from Jesus's prayer life. It's really good today how, you know, he prayed specifically for people. I don't know how good your prayer life is or how much you intercede for your friends and family, but it really is important for us to speak their name before the throne of grace and before God every day, just to pray for them and believe God for them that he will move in their life. Here's Jensen. And then notice the fourth essential from the prayer life of Jesus. He prayed for people by name. He prayed for his friends and family by name. Luke 22. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you. Oh my I prayed for you by name that your faith fail not. Jesus' prayer was not unspecific. His prayer was not general, but he prayed out loud and he prayed for his, for people by their name. He said, Peter, I have prayed for you. And the Lord told me to tell everybody under the sound of my voice that Jesus is saying that about you today. There may be difficulty and challenges that you're facing, but Jesus right now is praying for you. You are on his heart. Your name is on his lips. And he is not just praying general prayers for all his billions of children, but he's praying your name. He ever lives to make intercession and he's calling your name out because he knows when Satan is targeting somebody's life. Jesus prayed for Simon Peter by name. Now I want to ask you a question. When Satan asked for permission to sift Peter, who was he asking? When he said, I desire to have Simon Peter, who was he asking? Was he asking God? God wouldn't give him permission. Jesus wouldn't give him permission. So this is what many scholars believe. They believe that he was asking for evil angels to attack him. He was saying to his evil angels, I desire to sift that one as wheat. I want you evil angels or fallen angels, demon spirits to go get this man and stop him and ruin him. He has a great possibility. I sense God's hand and destiny is upon his life. And so I want you to focus demonic hordes of hell on him and stop him before he gets there to his purpose and wipe him off the face of the earth. And demons said, we'll do it. And they were released hordes of hell upon his life. But here comes Jesus and he says, I'm going to pray for you by name. Simon, I'm praying for you by name. And it's not that you won't fall and it's not that you won't mess up, but that you won't quit and you won't utterly fall out of the hands of God's grace. And on the day of Pentecost, you'll get up and preach and 3,000 will be saved. Hallelujah. 
Satan studies our genetic backgrounds. He studies our past failures. He studies our, our children and our children's children. And he puts these demonic hordes and he says, I want to stop them. I sense that there's a plan and a purpose for their life. Go, go now and wipe that person out. But as you pray for your son out loud, as you call your daughter's name out loud, as you pray for your husband and speak his name out loud, as you pray for your wife and speak her name out loud, all of a sudden, there is a strength and a power and a grace that covers them. Jesus prayed for Simon Peter by name. I want to ask you a question. Are you praying for your son Every day, in a place, and a time, out loud, do you call their name before the throne? Are you praying for your daughter? Are you praying for your son? Are you praying for your husband? I can honestly say every day of my life, I go through it and I name every one of my children, every one of my family. I call their name because I believe in the power of praying out loud and speaking their name before the throne. First John five tells what happens when we pray. Now, this is the confidence we have in him when we pray. Notice our confidence is not in us and how holy we've been. When we pray, our confidence is in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Is it God's will to save your family? Is it God's will that your children make wise choices? Is it God's will that they marry the right person? Is it God's will? It absolutely is God's will. And what he's saying is if I will say their name and pray for them, it will be harder for them to reject Christ than accept Christ if we pray. Actually, when we pray for someone, it's harder for them to reject Christ than it is to accept Christ. The more we pray, the more they keep bumping into the grace of God. Where sin abounds, they'll find grace, grace, right? What in the world? What in the world? They start to do something. Imagine this in your mind. They start to do something crazy. But a mom drops to her knees in the bedroom or a dad. And says, God, I don't know why they're on my heart, but I hold them up and I ask you, Lord, to move. Now, what you don't know is in the unseen world, the Bible says around the throne of God, the angels are there. And they're waiting on the command from Jesus. And Jesus says, they say, can we go? Can we go? Can we go? Can we beat some demons up today? Can we go? And Jesus says, Oh, here comes the prayers from a mom in the bedroom. Now go and those angels go and find that son, that daughter, surround them. And just when they start to do something stupid, there's a restraining force that pulls them back into the grace of God. And even if they mess up, the grace of God will pick them back up and say, brush yourself off. God's not through with you. Don't you ever stop praying. The fervent, effectual prayers of a righteous man avail much. That was Jensen Franklin, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Jensen Franklin, Make Up Your Mind to Pray. You can also find out more information about him at jensenfranklin.org. Hope you have an amazing day, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless. Oh, 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 oh,